Welcome to the Action Coach Stroud podcast. My name is Dave Harris, and I'm talking to Tom Allchurch, who is the Senior Business Growth Specialist for Action Coach Stroud. In today's podcast, we are going to talk about five ways to increase your business profits, which was something we mentioned in the last podcast as part of the Action Coach Six Steps syllabus. So, Tom, when we talked about the Action Coach Six Steps to a Best of Business, I think number two was niche. And we did briefly refer, or you did briefly refer to the Action Coach Five Ways to Increase Your Business Profits. So let's explore that today. And what are the benefits of having this process in coaching? Okay, thanks, Dave. Well, I think, you know, first off, let's start with a a description of what the five ways really are. When we start a conversation with a business owner, you know, we often say, how many customers um, have you got? And they might roughly know. Okay, so what's your annual turnover? What's your, your sales? Generally, business owner will know last year's sales and current sales. And what's your profit? Well, generally, you know, business owner will know will know the profit, um, particularly those that are running a modern accounting system. But then when we delve a little bit deeper and we say, okay, what's your lead generation number then? Hmm, okay, not many business owners know that. Right, what's your sales conversion rate? Yeah, well, I get about 70% of my sales. Do you measure that? Um, no, no. So how do you know it's 70%? So we'll have, that, have a conversation around sales conversion. What's the, the, the conversion rate from lead generation to a sale? Then let's look a little bit deeper at that. How many times do your customers buy from you in a year? And how much do they spend? What's the average pound sale per customer every time they buy? What do they spend? And then finally, what's your profit margin? Some business owners will, will know that off the cuff, but mostly these, other, these five ways business owners won't have the analysis in place. So here's the first principle. What gets measured gets managed. That's the first principle. Now, if we don't have the measurements in place to get the numbers and understand what the numbers mean, how do we really know what's what's going on? So the first principle of Action Coach Five Ways to Improving Your Profit is let's get a handle on these five numbers. How many leads are we generating? What percentage of those are we converting to a sale? How many times do our customers buy from us? And what on average do they spend? And what's our profit margin? When we know those five numbers, the Action Coach system gives us 355 different strategies for improving those five ways. Now, they won't all apply to every business. In fact, I can guarantee that all 355 will not apply to any business. But they're a starting point for us to start to think about, okay, what should we be doing in this business to add to our sales conversion rate? What should we be doing to in this business to get our customers to come back and buy more often? You know, how can we get our customers to spend more when they're buying from us? How do we squeeze our profit margin? And where do we get our extra leads from? So Five Ways gives us a structure to break down how we build our customer base, how we earn more money from them, and how we keep a bigger percentage of it for our profit. Yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? I mean, going from the top of that list, you talk about lead generation, because I think a lot of new businesses, particularly, and probably some established ones as well, 
think it's all about lead generation. You know, that's the kind of holy grail. As long as we've got enough leads, we'll be fine. You know, and, 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 and but as you say, you know, without knowing what the conversion rate is, that could be a very fruitless exercise, couldn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, let's start even lower than that. So once we've established that we've got a number of customers that actually like us, they're great. They like us. Brilliant. Well, okay, how do we get them to buy more often and spend more? Because they like us. The hardest bit is actually getting them to like us in the first place. So let's, let's, let's go and focus on the guys that like us and think, okay, what can we do with the customers that actually like us? Persuade them to buy more often. Persuade them to spend more while they're there. Then profit margin. Let's have a look in there and see that there's look at look in, at the profit margin. See that there's no wastage. See where there's some improvement there. And then after that, let's go and have a look at sales conversion. What are we doing to convert more of those leads into sales? If that's coming through our website, you know, are we easy to buy? Can we make ourselves easier to buy? If we're going out and talking to people or we're talking to people on the phone, are we saying the right things? What are the things that we should be saying, could be saying, that will increase that conversion rate? And when we've improved all of those things, we've effectively stopped some of the water running down the plug hole. You know, if we've got the plug in the bottom of the bath, then it's sensible to turn the tap on and and generate more leads. Because actually, the lead generation bit is the expensive bit. The other four ways in there, the sales conversion, the number of times everybody buys from us, customers buy from us, the average pounds spent in the business by customers, the profit margin, the improvements around that are generally for free or they're fairly low cost. But when you want to go and turn the lead generation tap on that, you know, that costs money, that's marketing spend, you know, that's advertising, whether that's over the internet or whether that's, you know, more traditional methods, it costs money doesn't really matter it costs time and money and effort to do that the other four ways they're less costly to improve your business and if you've improved those and then you turn the lead gen on how much better is that going to be so that's why we, we 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 use the five ways as a structure to think about how do we improve sales and improve profit margin it's really interesting, isn't it, that you you talk about the lead generation, you know, being the most expensive bit. And I and I mentioned in my question just now that many businesses that are obsessed with it, in, in my experience, anyway, and and yet without those other things in place, it can be, you know, it can be a very costly and and frankly wasteful exercise. Because I suppose the point is, if you only have ten leads, but you can convert five of them, then that's presumably a good rate of conversion i mean i don't know what is a good rate and what isn't but but it but you know the point is having 10 or having 100 or having 500 leads doesn't matter unless you're converting a good proportion of them and then you're making a a good profit on them so i wonder looking at the overall sort of structure of the five-way system can you apply that to every business every business is different but but yes in principle we can apply it to, to every business. There will be something we can do in the five ways for every business that will strengthen what's going on around that business. So think about it, you know, you might you might sit there, the obvious thing is to say, right, okay, well, I'm, I'm selling a monthly subscription, so my customers are only going to buy 12 times a year from me. Okay, but what about the ones that leave? How do we keep them? How do we keep them longer? 
you know, what can we do so that actually when you look at your customers, we say that every customer is going to buy 12 times a year from us, but in reality, are they? Is that the case? You know, or are half of them leaving on average two thirds of the way through the year? So how do we move that from 66% to 80% and then to 90% and then to 95%? And how do we get them to stay the second year? So there's always something you can look at when you think rigidly about something and you have a set belief about your business the role of the coach is to challenge that and say okay how do we make that better how do we change that belief and how can we improve that and when you've got a structure like five ways then we have a series of prompts in there that allow us to go and look at what's right for each individual business can we talk specifically now about getting from say lead generation to sales conversion do you think there's a sort of magic formula to that you know is is is, is it you know can you sort of look at a business and say oh i know what you're doing wrong or is it a little bit more complicated than that the first thing to do is 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 for the the coach and the business owner to look at you know what are they doing that's the first thing and, and unless we both understand what is going on then it, it it's it's difficult to make any improvement but Often we talk to business owners and, and, and we'll say, OK, so who's doing your sales? Oh, well, I, I, I got this sales guy in last year or this sales lady in last year. OK, what training did you give, give them? Um, well, yeah, I told them about the product and what they're selling. Right, OK, what sales training did you give them? Well, they're a salesperson. OK, so because they're a salesperson and they're experienced at selling, you assume that they're good at selling. Well, they're getting good results. Okay, but if you gave them more training, would they become better? Do you have them working to scripts? Do you have them following a process? Have you flowcharted the sales process? Do you understand what it is they're doing and what it is they're saying and why they're saying it and what the likely outcome of that is? So a whole series of of, of questions around that. Anybody with any element of professional training adding into a process is going to improve a sales conversion rate if the salesperson adapts to that training and adapts what they're doing. That's probably the easiest example is to focus in on what's happening, what's being done, what's being said, where are the issues in the process, is there a sensible close to the sale, is everybody following that funnel down, are there enough touch points. So you can always improve a sales process. Guaranteed, absolutely guaranteed by focusing in on the, the detail and the training of that. What can the coach do? Let's come in, see what's going on, understand it, challenge it, develop it, and develop the people. And if we're developing the people in the process, then the sales are going to go up, the conversion rate is going to go up. Do you ever come across a, a situation with a client or a prospective client where you look at the, the lead generation process and the conversion rate and that sort of thing, and actually, there's a really, it's not just a systems problem. There's a sort of more fundamental problem that perhaps what they're selling, there isn't a demand for it. Or, or, or it's perhaps it's been overtaken by the market and things like that. And, you know, in, in other words, you, you sort of, you're kind of looking almost at the basics of the business. And you've got to correct those rather than simply the processes. 
Absolutely, and and sometimes you know we look at businesses that have been around for a for a, a while and they've just stagnated, and it needs a regenerative process to move it into a different part of the market, or get a new product, or get a new system, or get a new service, or whatever it might be. So yeah, completely, you know, fundamental. But the analysis comes back to the same things: what's happening in the business? What's the product? Where are we generating leads? from for it you know how are we converting the sale how often is it being bought how much is it being sold for dave what's the easiest way of increasing your average sale very simple question put your prices up i can't put my prices up i'll lose sales okay so what about we start to position the business for value how do we think about moving the business into a different market setting so who knows when you start a, a journey with a business where with a business owner where it's going to go but inevitably some businesses are just stagnated don't know where to go next great opportunity to in, engage a coach and start to think outside of the normal arena that they've been thinking about for the uh, for the past you know 1 year 5 year 10 years and I guess that's the point, isn't it? That, that, that the role of the coach is to get people to think outside the box, to think in a different way, whatever the circumstances, really. Uh, that's one thing I've got from these podcasts. I think that, that that's something that has come across a lot. But I wonder, looking at the, the five ways process, what, what's the sort of typical impact this might have on a business? I, I appreciate that all businesses are different, but you know, can, can you sort of average it out and say, yeah, this is the difference it tends to make? Well, the way, the way we think about five ways is let's set out with an objective. Let's look at these five ways and let's try and put two strategies into each one of the five ways over the course of a year that will impact that strategy by a 10% improvement. If we think about that, if we improve lead generation by 10% and sales conversion by 10%, we're going to have a net 21% increase in the number of customers. If below that we get those customers to buy 10% more often during the year that they're with us and spend 10% more, we're going to have a net impact on turnover of 46%. And if we can improve profit margin by 10% as well, the business owner will make 61% more profit at the end of the year. That's a really simple set of numbers. Now, Let's say we put those 10 strategies in place, we think them through, we focus it, and we deliver a 61% improvement in the bottom line at the end of the, the, the first year. And then we say, right, okay, that's working. Let's lock that in. And next year, let's do it again. So next year, we're making about 130% improvement in the bottom line. Well, that's really interesting. So let's do it again. So if we start off that process, and we might have a business that say, turning over £200,000 a year and the business owner's making £50,000. If we do that in a prolonged way, if we do that for eight years, then that business has grown by the equivalent of 100% improvement. And the bottom line on that business will have moved from £50,000 to £1.6 Now, the issue with businesses, you know, I've never known a business owner who has not overestimated what they can do in a year but pretty much every business owner has underestimated what they can do in 10 years so if we have this structured methodical way of attacking these different levels of five ways and we do it year on year on year 
on year, our business grows. Sure, we have to grow as people, as, as, as business owners. We have to hire better people into the business to manage the, the bigger business or develop the people that we've got so they can manage it. You know, but when we're growing sales and turnover and margin at that sort of rate, we can afford to do these things. And our confidence grows and our horizons grow and as people we grow. So that's a very seductive thought that we can keep on growing the business year on year by applying the five ways. But, but is there a limit to how often we can do that or how many times we can do it? No. Why should there be? Because it occurs to me that, you know, if, you, if your lead generation is something and your sales conversion is something else, I mean, how do, you, how do you keep improving it by the same percentage every year? Because everything is improvable. So, I mean, if I was sitting down with you, Dave, and saying, OK, let's make a, let's make a five-year plan for where we're going to be with your business in five years, we might sit there and say, right, OK, we, we, we want to move your business from a million pounds a year to five million pounds a year in five years. Great. OK, you've got three products or three services at the moment. So what are we going to do with those three products or three services to make up that number? But don't forget, we're talking five years out. Maybe we should be thinking about 25% of that number is coming from something that we don't know now that we're going to add in. So, you know, we might not be in five years' time, if we're going to grow a business in this way, in five years' time, we might, might not be offering exactly the same thing that we're offering now. We will have evolved it. We will have evolved our thinking. We will have evolved our service or our product, or we will have added product lines or service lines to it. The secret of this is to start to build a machine that works to grow a business. And then once that machine starts to grow, more options start to appear because you've got more knowledge, you've got more financial resource, and you can you can add further to your business. So, you know, one sits and thinks about any business and you think, okay, if you're going to do exactly the same thing again, year on year, and you apply, you only want to apply your improvements to the existing business, the existing product or service you've got, that's great. That will take you a good step forward. The second year, probably take you another step forward. But then what other things are you going to do? Most businesses add things as they grow. And by accelerating the growth of your business through using the five ways, you accelerate the rate at which you can add things, add new products, add new services, and then you apply the five ways to them. So you accelerate the growth of, 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 of their performance in the business. And then you add something else and you accelerate the... And it might not be something else. It might be a new territory. It might be you expand your boundaries. It might be you, you, know, you set up a, a, a satellite office. It, you, you know, who knows? But the point in all of this is once you start to work through this system... You start to expand your horizons. Your, your, your own knowledge and confidence grows and you start to expand your horizons. And your ability to manage bigger problems grows and you get more comfortable with it. Tom, thank you very much for that excellent explanation of the five ways. If people want to get in touch and find out a little bit more, how do they do that? I'm easily found at www.stroud.actioncoach.co.uk. Uh, get in touch and I'll be happy to spend an hour with you having a chat with you about your business. Well, I've thoroughly enjoyed our chat uh, today, Tom. And if you found Tom's insight useful, as I have, then please subscribe and share this podcast and join us for our next episode. In the meantime, stay well and thanks for listening.